Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey friends, runners, maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 95. How are you, runner friend? How's the weather in your neck of the woods? At the time of writing this episode, the last day of March, we just got another round of snow here in Wyoming. The wet and heavy kind that created lots of sleet on the road for driving to work. But early, early this morning, it was perfect for running in. It's definitely been a colder and wetter winter than I remember, but it's been beautiful for running. Pretty soon, these early winter mornings where the temperature has a little bit of bite to it and the snow squeaks a little bit, but feels soft under your feet, and it's just so quiet outside, will be replaced with high heat and bugs and the possibility of rattlesnakes on the dirt roads. It's all cyclical, and it's a good reminder that they complement each other. All right, so today's episode is one that came to me on a run. So I pulled my voice memo app out and took some notes. Let's talk about the belief that you're enough. I'm enough. Say it with me. I'm enough. We're enough. We're all here. So we're clearly enough. I want to talk about it from the perspective of it's already been decided for us. We're enough. I've toyed with this belief my whole life, and I've definitely never truly felt I'm enough in areas of self-image, athleticism, maybe even performance. Have you? It's definitely still something that comes up, but now I'm aware of it, and the awareness has created compassion and curiosity more than it causes shame, guilt, and frustration. It used to be this need to constantly outperform previous accomplishments for me. This skewed sense of what's good enough and always feeling the need for external validation. Grades in school and university used to determine my sense of self-worth extensively when I was younger. If you're somebody who's gone through academia, I'm sure you can relate. But think about how often the smartwatch becomes a physical and visual validation for our enoughness as runners. We all know that that's not a particularly satisfying way to live, relying on those numbers to determine our worth. Before I became a runner, this scale used to be the maker or breaker of my day. The number of the scale could have me leave the bathroom with a pep in my step and a smile on my face, or hunched over, stressed and stuck in thought loops about my worth due to my weight. I know I'm not the only one. 
enter is running. And all of a sudden, we now have this tool that we can generate self-worth from, it seems. We feel this thrill from learning a new sport and experiencing growth, especially in the beginning. Miles locked weekly or monthly double and maybe even triple as we test out our new habit. The trajectory we find ourselves on in PBs achieved during training and races in the beginning as any stockbroker envious. Of course, the growth cannot continue at the same exponential rate as when we first started. Some of us transfer this intense focus we had in areas of our life that we used to derive self-worth from onto running. I've especially noticed this intense focus in determining my next goal. For a while, it seemed I had to outperform my either my previous distance or time because part of this need was fueled by other people's reaction of admiration for what I was doing. It served as validation for me being good enough. I'm certainly grateful to have run the Big Sur International Marathon, but mostly I'm grateful to have gone through the 16-week training cycle it took to get ready. And I've spent a lot of time since running and exploring the idea of running another full marathon, but at the moment, I made peace with the fact that it's not the best use of my time. Mic drop. I know. Not the best use of my time. Let me explain. As I've thought about it, I've recognized that I went into my marathon training giving it my all. My five weekly runs, averaging 45 to 50 miles a week, all got done. I did not let anything get in my way. Moreover, I created the environment for asking that much of my body, meaning I had a bedtime alarm, for an hour and a half before the rest of my family. Our dinners were very structured to make sure that I could optimize my performance for the run the next morning. And sometimes kids' school games were missed because they coincided with a long run. And so while my whole life I've taken pride in being a high achiever and trying to be the best, I also recognize that a lot of times it was fueled by a need for validation probably due to low self-worth. In the last five or so years of my life, things have shifted. and The drive is much more internal than external now. And so it's been interesting to view my motivation for any goal now because I check in to see where it's coming from. I'm becoming comfortable being vulnerable with myself, which is really where our source of true strength comes from. And it's incredibly freeing. So I hope this episode stirs up some thoughts for you, runner friend. Helps shine some light on some maybe not so healthy thought patterns you may be operating from. And remember, you may be more, and this is in air quotes, evolved in one area of your life than another. You may have more confidence in some areas of our life than other areas. But remember the truth, that you're already inherently enough. And how would believing this statement open you up to self-confidence? I'm curious. Let me know what comes up for you. Send me an email or a DM. 
if this is something you can relate to. Let's end today's episode on a quote. This one is by Kristen Armstrong, and it resonates with me deeply. It goes like this. Running fills a need, so we make fewer demands on others. Running reveals the roots of negative thinking so the weeds can be pulled. Running reconnects the soul to the source, inspiring hope and creativity. End of quote. All right, my friend, my wish for you this week is that you run happy. Now remember to go leave a review, please. All right, runner friend, see you next week. I'd like to tell you about a very special event I'm offering this summer. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel happier, more confident, and empowered while running, I invite you to join me this summer at the Running Align Body and Mind Women's Retreat right here in North Central Wyoming at the foothills of the majestic Bighorn Mountains. I'll personally work with you to help you how to take the chore out of running. The retreat will teach you that running can be a vital and enjoyable part of your life. But most importantly, the five-day in-person experience will help you connect to you. To learn more, see the link in our show notes. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.